Ladies and gentlemen. What? You, you, literally, he literally just ruined the big intro. You're going to get a big intro, but you opened your mouth right there. Aaron is back on the podcast after eight months. That's the intro. Aaron, welcome back. We've also got Eric here with us as well. Eric, how are you today? I'm good now that he's here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right back to you. Aaron, how have you been keeping? I'm keeping well, you know. Good Christmas. Good. We can see. Um, you look like you've had a great <laughs> Christmas. I was afraid they might put me in with turkey, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can fit a ham that big in the oven. Um, Aaron, what... (laughs) What time is it there? The same time as where you are, Sean. I see, see, looking down that... I That lovely watch you have, it tells the time, but it doesn't pay, pay for stuff anymore for you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I told everyone on the podcast last week about your, your your little watch app when you went to the garage and you came back to get your wallet, you left your wallet in the car, and for some reason you didn't use your Garmin pay, the number one reason you got that Garmin, and you didn't use it because... It doesn't come with the, the watch that I got. <laughs> Uh, when did you figure that out um well i looked at a few websites and it said it did have it and then i was like all right grand went and bought it and then i was like looking at a few more and i was reading and i was like it says it has it and then it was like i was very sneaky it was like this one is the only one that doesn't have it so whatever feck it so it was a very expensive waste of money, really. No, yeah. he has been using it. I, I did see him pop up in Strava there this past week. You're back in the little slow runs. Today? Not, I mean, slow as I mean, just like a little bit of run. You're in the running today, like you're, you're back you're slowly building up again, I meant. Yeah, yeah, just, just you know, like three and a half Ks, pretty much. That's it. Three Doesn't and matter, half running is running. Running, running is running. running, no fair play. Any running goals this year? Oh, you're really hitting them straight off the bat, aren't you? You're, you're putting any pressure here. You want me to set like... I want to ask them if you've got any running goals. You know, it is January. People have their, their goals and still on top of their head if they haven't wrote it down. I'm only, I'm only asking you how straight. If you've got any running goals this year, that's all. Like a marathon in October, maybe. Oh, he's doing that anyway. He just doesn't know it yet. I mean, like running goals up to, to June or July. I've actually genuinely had people on the running group get on to me and say you are making Aaron doing the marathon next year. As in like, we want you to make Aaron do the marathon next year. I haven't told you. That is genuinely from like, scouts on or that one. It was, wasn't was the scouts, but it's still true. Um, They're like, Aaron has to do the marathon next year. Maybe in a place that's not as warm as Madrid. I think. Oh no, I totally agree with you. No, no, no. <laughs> Double. <Don't be. laughs> I would have been a fried egg under the side. What? <laughs> 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 It's probably a dinosaur egg the size of it, you. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Yeah, There's okay. my January motivation for you. Uh, Eric's like, I've, I've been there. I know the story. Um, no, one of the reasons we got you in the podcast, one, I miss you, man. Two, more importantly, we were talking about the 5K challenge last year um, that, that we did last year. We were only talking about it recently. Actually, it was the same day where, where I saw the garage. And... Uh, What's that? What's that look of shock on Eric? 
<laughs> I have nothing to hit you with, but you said to me, and you only said it to me then, like six, seven months later, you said, Sean, the one thing that put me off the 5K challenge was doing the interval runs. Am I right? Well, this is, I was ruined. So it was like, it would be like, what was it? It was 3K, 3K Mondays. Yeah. Yeah, 3K Mondays, and then it was like intervals, and then the 5K on Friday or something like that, wasn't it? Or yeah, it was, so it was a longer run then on, on the weekend. But what do you mean by like you're around doing the intervals? Oh, I I was stiff the next day. I was stiff on Friday. I was just like it was gone. But by by Wednesday, I was done. And <laughs> <laughs> like, did you not think because you're getting ruined and you weren't getting used to it that you should have? I probably switched up a little bit. I, I probably should have eased into it a little bit more now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I well, obviously, yes. But I think that's one of the things that, and, and like, we we obviously want to have three different runs in that run group. So we had the, the 5K Monday, Interval Wednesday, and long one run weekend. But I even looking back at the group when it was a lot of different comments and stuff on it, I think that the least popular one was definitely Interval Wednesday because I'm, Eric, you were talking about this the other week, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, like running, you know, just, when it feels like all out sprints is, is so difficult. And just if I go back and change one thing, it would be just giving more options in that interval Wednesday, just because I, I think we want the people to have different runs during the week. But if you're if it's if you're dreading it that much and you know it's gonna crucify you and it puts you off running, then it's really something that we you need to change. Yeah, like it intervals intervals are nasty. They're not they're not there to be fun. And the, the way I always tell people when they're doing intervals, you shouldn't start to really suffer until you're about halfway through your training session. So if you're doing eight on your fourth one, you should start to go, oh God, I can't believe I'm doing eight. That's, mm. that's how you gauge. If you're feeling that way after your first one, you've gone too fast. And that's the biggest mistake that most people make when they go at that pace. The first one, they can barely finish the first one. The second one's not much better, but the third one, they just want to go home. They're taking their ball and they're going home. But intervals are supposed to be in that way nasty. And the best bit about intervals is finishing them. You will never feel better than another workout than when you finish interval training. Um, the only thing is, like everyone says this whole, no pain, no gain, all this. It is a little bit of suffering, but the gains you get out of the interval training mm. are worth so much more. You know, the hour and a half long run you'll put in, it's great for endurance. But when you do that interval training, you're working the other muscles, you're firing in the hamstrings, muscles that you don't really use, a lot you know you are using them but you're not using them to the same extent on the other runs so mentally what i try and tell people is they're the hardest but a good interval session is worth two average jogging sessions to me personally but i think in terms of developing your pace your running your fitness i think they're really really good and they add a good diversity into the training week but they are nasty they're still my least favorite i still have to mentally go oh no here we go it's um, but yeah, like you said, Sean, I don't think we gave enough choice. I think, like we always say, 400 800 kilometer, they've just been our interval kind of sections. But I think, mm. you know, maybe for someone like Aaron, we probably should have went 100 meters. You know, we probably should have got him working on 100, 200, maybe a longer rest in between. You know, there's there's so many ways you can do intervals, um, mm. and it's something that we probably should look into or give more options on. So, say you, Aaron, I can't remember what intervals we had you doing, I think it was 400 meters, maybe. Yeah, something like that. And how would you feel after that first 400 meter? 
I think I think it was doing kilometers, right? So I was trying to get like one kilometer stuff. Yeah, because I think we went top and down, and, and I kind of like that approach. So you're not gonna always burn yourself out with that phone. That you can kind of pace a little bit more on it, but still, in a couple weeks get it right. So you're doing one kilometer. Sorry for interrupting you there. Yeah. So my route probably wasn't the best as well because there's a bit there's, there's a bit of elevation on it, whatever is right. Right. This is coming already, right? <laughs> we're rocking them off now in a sec. Um, but I don't know. The first kilometer is kind of downhill, so that's like, ah, oh, this is this is handy, you know. I'm I'm doing pretty well here. And then the next kilometer is up a little, up a decent hill, and then the third kilometer is up a bloody steep hill, and you're just you're, you're gone by the top of it. Yeah, I don't know. I, should, I probably should have took a bit more time in between, or were your intervals all different? As in different tracks. Yeah, I just did the like. Circle. Did you go like? Oh, okay. So you went one k during the circle. Wherever you landed, you rested for a minute or two, and then just continued that journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that I kept going to that steeper. That explains a whole hell of a lot there. Aaron. No wonder why you were dead. Would you not have went the one k back where I was flatter on the way back as well? Listen, <laughs> these are the things you I just that- stuck with the one k over and back. I think I, I think I eventually figured out that that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> you live and you learn. So the thing about the thing about intervals is weeks, if not more. Into it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you're going to say that too. Yeah, the thing about intervals for anyone listening: don't take irons advice and and run harder hills as you get more tired the thing about intervals and that's why I said as you get halfway through it should be consistent so a mm. running track or a flat piece of ground is where you want to do it because you want to build your pace you don't want to be working against hills you're trying to want to be somewhere sheltered you don't want to be working against wind either so you want to find out what pace you're trying to work at either a four minute kilometer pace a 430 kilometer pace a 330 whatever it is but you want to try and keep that consistent for each one of them so it might be easy mm. on the first one second one third one difficult and then you have to work hard to maintain that pace for your last few. And that's where you're going to work hard on that pace. Um, yeah, consistent over. So for me, I always do an out and back. I try and find the flattest part. I'll run out, rest, back, rest, and just keep doing that for the number of intervals. I don't, I don't take on hills and make it harder and harder as I go, because that's just a nightmare and waiting to happen. Fair play for taking on that extra challenge, Aaron, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you hate intervals how do you make them even worse get the hills in <laughs> get it all over and done with do nothing to the following Monday you're dead right well, <laughs> you're not <laughs> no, it, it'd be a fantastic route so for a route like that something I would do would be like a fartlek so I would hmm. increase what is fartlek so like it's it's very in the paces so for 500 metres they're going to run on a 7 minute pace which is barely right. barely jogging we're going to Keep that. That's our recovery period. Then for the next kilometer, we're going to up a pace to a pace that's not quite your 5K best pace. Or maybe it could be, depending on what you want to do. So you're just altering the pace over different distances. So when I, if I was doing something like that over a hill route, which I tend to do here, I'll tend to set my uphill at a certain pace and my downhill at a faster one. So the rest period is actually on the downhill going faster. And then, and then like when I'm recovering as such after running fast, I'm actually coming up a hill. So there's no real recovery. So I do that different because I'm really bad at hills. So I'm trying to get better at running uphill, um, mm-hmm. particularly when it comes to the, the marathon stuff. So if you're in a circuit like that, 
try and break it down on distances. So if you know the kilometer, three kilometer mark is a demon of a hill, try and work it out that 500 meters of it or 200 meters of it is a recovery, 400 to run, 200 recovery, you know, something like that. But you're never stopped. You're just changing your pace over different distances. I I think it's fair to say, though, if you're doing something like Fartlek, you you would plan it further along in your journey. Like you wouldn't be, you know, week two Fartlek unless you're an experienced runner. Like it would be four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, if not further down the road. But if I was taking on a route like I was, like Aaron did, you know, trying to figure out like good recovery periods, not go as fast, you know, especially if the the gradient of the hill is getting higher and higher as the run goes on. I wouldn't be looking to be running my best effort. Now, you can, absolutely. Mm. Fair play if you do. And it was great training. But if you can't recover, like you said, couldn't recover for the rest of the week, then it probably wasn't the the best method of approach. (laughs) He'll say, no, he'll agree. I think he'll agree. but probably something I think we could so. have changed. I think so as well. Yeah, I think that, that that's our fault. Now, yeah, it, I will, I will, I will shoulder some of the blame on this one by by not. Obviously, we didn't explain that. So, uh, yeah, I, I, no, I'm not even sorry. Actually, <laughs> I just I'm <laughs> not, not sorry, to you, I Aaron. Just, <laughs> I, just I, seen it. I just wish I could have seen it. That's all. <laughs> I wish I could have seen it. But yeah, no, it's. What did you say? I just thought you started. You'd have just been beeping them. What's that? You'd just been driving your car, going, <laughs> going past me like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I genuinely thought you just started every week with a burst of inspiration, and then by the time you got to Wednesday, like ah, screw this, and then next Monday you started again with a burst of inspiration. Was actually just just recovery. Yeah, I was just just sore, like, and then I don't know. I didn't really want to go out for the long run at the weekend, you know. And that's like enough if you're sore. That kind of that kind of blends into what we were saying last week in terms of showing goal setting. Like when people go out and mm. burst themselves, like Aaron did that hard, it's a demotivator in itself. There's only mm-hmm. so many times you can do that to yourself before you're just like, this is just not worth it. Like when I ran that yeah. 5k in 19, I was like, this is not worth it. I'm not doing this again for a long, long time. <laughs> because I first just to get it, and Aaron did, did the same. Like by the time Saturday came around, and we were hounding him, like if you've done your long run, and all he's remembering is the suffering from Wednesday, and he's like, "No way, I'm not doing this. This isn't enjoyable." And that's where, like, people don't want to run with people who are good runners. They don't want to feel that pain. Running is hard enough mentally, physically, that it makes you suffer on yeah. its own. You don't need to make it that much harder. You know, like once you're moving, that's a good run. You know, like if intervals are good if you're consistent with them and it's a flat surface and you time it well and you figure out what works again again is what works with you. Figuring out that when halfway through, I should be starting to feel the tiredness and then I'm just surviving then. I'm holding on for the last one. But like the biggest off pull for people is and a lot of coaches and people will put them into this and be like just screaming at them till they're getting sick. You shouldn't get sick. No, might. no, definitely not. If you not. work that hard, I've done it because of my own personal mental illness where I just want to push myself to a new <laughs> level. But you shouldn't feel like you want to get sick. It's going to turn you off the experience. You know, you might you might feel a little bit like, oh, I worked hard. Yeah. Give me a second. That is acceptable. But if you're feeling that way, you've probably... Listen, if you're in an athletics club where you're doing this, and you're getting pushed to that standard and you're we're not talking about that kind of person 
we're talking about someone who just wants to change their lifestyle, get involved, try and get a 5k PB, run her first 10k. If you're starting to feel sick, you're working yourself too hard, you're going to turn yourself off the whole process. It's just going to feel like no one wants to feel ill for the rest of the night when you have to go home, mind kids, do some late night work, check in online, send emails. You can't do that when your brain is buzzed mm-hmm. and you feel like crap. You just can't do it. So that's that's the biggest misconception in terms of if I'm going to get fit, I have to work so hard that I feel like I'm going to get sick. That is not it. The consistent runner is the better runner. So if you can do it every day and not feel sick, not feel like you can't do anything else for the rest of the week, even if like Aaron did today, three and a half K, if you can get out and do a three and a half K nice and slow every day, you're already a better fitter runner than someone goes out and tries to kill themselves up a hill on a 3K run. You're already 100%. that runner. As a coach, you, you don't like, contrary to proper belief you said there, you don't want people feeling sore and you don't want them getting sick. Like anyone, any eight-year-old can do a program for someone that makes them get sick and makes them feel real sore. Just get them to do burpees for 30 seconds and we're done, add another 30 seconds and we're done, add six minutes to it and we're done, add 20 minutes to it. Eventually, you're going to be really sore and get sick. Anyone could do a plan like that to make people that way. That's not that's not coaching. And as, if you feel like just get out of the mindset if that's the only way you're going to progress is you have to obviously to push yourself but not getting sore and getting sick is, is definitely not, not the way to go pretty much your yeah, point and, and, and we was talked about intervals they are supposed to be fast on that day it is one of the days mm. of my program that I go fast it's to me it's a bit of a relief to actually be moving a little bit quicker um, yeah. for a little bit of time you know if it depends on what your goal is. If you want to run very quick 5Ks and intervals and quick distances, short distances should be part of your training. If you're looking yes. to lose weight and go long distance, take your time. Enjoy the process. You don't have to go fast to lose weight. You, the, you, the longer you're moving, the more calories you're burning, your heart rate's elevated. You know, like it depends on what your goal is. We, we said in the start of the podcast last year, we're going to run slow to go fast when we were doing the heart rate training. Yeah. So the more you're out there and just taking your time and keep moving, better off you're going to be and it's probably a method that Aaron might take up on the on his next little adventure whatever his goals may be he hasn't sold us well I already we already talked about your goals there the other week there in terms of Ironman I talked about my goals my 10k and stuff is coming there this summer it'll probably be 8 to 12 weeks before that before I start reintroducing intervals and stuff like that before we wrap up the podcast Aaron since it is your first time back in the podcast in 7-8 months Anything you want to say in terms of maybe hint, hint your goals for this year? You already do the Martins. That that that's that part out. Or anything else you just want to add before we wrap up this? The floor is yours. I'm scared. I don't know. Like, wouldn't mind getting <laughs> petrified. Doing a five k in twenty five would be pretty handy at the moment. That's probably one of my goals. Didn't accomplish that last year at five, all. Okay. So may as well give that a go. But I'm not going to. You're twenty six. Yeah, I think it was 26 was or maybe yeah, I think it was 26 or 25 maybe 50 possibly but nowhere near Right, mm. Aaron this is happening, six weeks I'm no, going to set you I'm being, I'm being more I'm being slow and steady He was literally just about to say I'm literally not putting a mad timeline on it <laughs> <laughs> Alright, look I'm gonna We won't go you. six weeks, we'll go, we'll go into the summer into the summer yeah, there we I go. Into the summer. Well, at least right. at least Mar- at least April, April, May. All right. Let, 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 let him build for eight weeks before he starts building the stuff back in. Oh uh, yeah. I missed that. Sorry, my mindset's bad. What's it? 
Is that one I, I genuinely missed it? I'll, I'll listen back and like I'll be there, but I, I didn't hear it. Is that one I need to start training for a marathon? Is it April, May? <laughs> yeah, about then. Sees <laughs> uh, what I'm up to. <laughs> My plot has been revealed. And on that note, Aaron, anything else to add to the podcast? No, no. He's a that, that, that was it. It was it was great to have you back in the podcast. We'll definitely we'll definitely have you on again soon. In somewhat the near future, as we get towards that deadline of of April, May, Wait. June, we'll say. And, and God knows what we'll be talking about after that. Who knows? <laughs> no, Aaron. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Eric, thank you as always for the podcast today, and thank you to those of you listening to the podcast today. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, please do share, add it to your Instagram stories, and that's all we got for this week's episode of the podcast from Sean, Aaron, and Eric. Take care. Bye.